Welcome to another episode. My name is Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Luck and Coffee. We're going to take a look at what just happened to them. If you guys have seen the news, they have just been reported for finance fraud. So today we're going to take a look at what happened there. We're also going to see who Luck and Coffee is. I know many people, this might be the first time you hear about this company. Um, so let's get started. All the information that you guys see here either comes from SeekingAlpha.com, LK's Investors websites, or different news articles. Before we begin, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, guys. Um, I post almost on a daily basis. I'm also streaming on Twitch and Mixer Mondays and Wednesdays around nine o'clock Eastern time. So if you guys ever want to have uh, want to just chat and have a, um, have any stock questions, any stock discussions feel free to pass by when I'm when I'm streaming there. And I did do previous videos on cruise line and also airlines. I'm going to post them on the comments. I do a timestamp so you guys can actually just pick um, what type of section of the video you guys want to look at. And below the timestamp, I have the links to my most recent videos. And I hope you guys enjoy those. All right, so first, let's talk about who Luckin Coffee is. They are a coffee chain store in mainly based in China, um, and they only don't. They have different sources of revenue. Their first main of revenue comes from the coffee stores, and it's pretty much if you guys think of Starbucks, it's the Starbucks of China, um, or it was, or I don't know if it still will be. But that's pretty much who they are. They also have another farm in the uh, in the east, east eastern side of the world. Um, tea is a big thing, opposed to here in the western side. Um, coffee is is more is more of our thing. But they also have tea stores out there, so they have the Starbucks of teas in China and stuff like that. Um, and that's their new venture. They're also venturing into different stuff like uh, like vending machines for coffee. Next thing, their IPO. They're the this is a pretty new um, public company. Their IPO was somewhere between May 2019, I believe. So just last year. Um, and their IPO price was at $17. So that's where they started off. So the, here I'm just taking a look at Wikipedia real quick. I wanted, I know this store, this company has more stores than China, uh, than Starbucks does in China, which I thought was pretty impressive, right? This company was just founded in 2017. So they built up pretty quick. Starbucks has been in China since 1999, and Starbucks only has about. 4,200 stores. So 4,200 stores in China from Starbucks. Um, and that's that it started in 1999. Luckin Coffee um, started in China in 2017. And it has over 4,500 stores as of January 2020. So I do think that is pretty impressive. But if this, this company is known to have been burning cash and if it fabricated its sales, it probably has a lot less cash than it reported. Um, you don't know where else it could have lied, but so it definitely is a very leveraged company for it to have been able to open up that many stores in that little bit of time. And it's something to keep a note of. So now with all that leverage, that's something to really take a look at and to understand if this company will be able to survive with this whole negative, um, negative outlook that it has right now. Um, one thing though I am questioning or want maybe you guys may be able to answer is I do see as an investor's point of view, especially for us um, here in the United States, investing in the in, in companies like that in the in China and then having um, fraud like this happen, it gives a bad taste to to investors outside of China. But do you think customers um, in China are actually going to be affected by this? Do you think 
less people are going to go to luck and coffee because they fabricated sales as a customer what does that how does that affect you and that's something I, i'm hoping maybe you guys can help me see see some way maybe some examples but um in my mind i don't see obviously just a moral thing right if uh, if you don't go to a certain company because of moral values then you wouldn't want to go to luck and coffee but this is that really uh is that something that really happens um, so it's something I, I, I would like if you guys want to post in the comments and let me know what you guys think about that um, Feel free to do so. So next let's just take a look at the company stock price So remember I mentioned this company IPO at a price of $17 in May um, Right now this company is sitting at $5.52 Today it's down about 13% Yesterday it was down over 70% We almost saw about 80 80% uh, at some time but this company is down and if we take a look at its past years the all-time high was around fifty dollars so compare from there to right now this company has lost almost 90 percent of its all-time values compared to to uh, its all-time highs and let's let's find or somewhere 17 um when we compare it to its ipo price we compare it to its ipo price it's lost about 67 so you can see this company has taken a huge hit um, But one thing to know right with if this company does not go bankrupt and it doesn't close down um, Some things to think about it. It does have a nice amount of stores Is this an attractive price to get into this company? Um, or are more back more news gonna come out and and drive this stock price down one thing I do see about the stock market is it usually um, takes takes the risk already into pricing the value of companies. So now that they know that fraud is happening, I wonder if investors are anticipating even more bad news, and that's why the drop continues. Um, that's why the drop was even heavier. Um, so maybe if less bad news happens, that might actually be good news for for investors. We can see it all the time in, in the stock market, right? With jobless claims. Um, we have seen a ridiculous amount of jobless unemployment rate right now But it does seem investors believe that they would see a lot bigger numbers So even though we see crazy amount of unemployment rates, it's not as bad as people thought So the stock market has actually gone up on certain days when unemployment rate has been shown to be down um, But it's not as down as people anticipate it to be So I wonder if certain things uh, if we're gonna see certain reaction with luck and coffee here all right, so now let's take a look at the actual fraud. This company says to have estimated um, to fabricate 2.2 billion yuan's worth of sales, which estimated about 310 million dollars from September 2019 to the past year. So those four quarters. So I'm here on Seeking Alpha, and I see the total revenue collected by this company in dollars in September 2019 and we're going to look back so September 2019 was 215 million dollars in June 2019 was 132 million dollars in March of 2019 it was 71 million dollars and in September 2018 was 35 million dollars so that gives a total price of 453 now let's subtract that 310 million dollars that they fabricated itself gave this company the trailing 12 months of 143 million dollars of sales which is a lot less compared to that 453 that they say they actually make now if we divide that by four quarters this company made about 35 million dollars quarter but nowhere near the growth that this company was anticipating they were showing 
over 100% growth, right? From 35 million in September 2018 to 71 million in March 2019. That was 100% growth. Then from 71 to 132 the next quarter, close to 100 growth. And then from 132 to 215, again, close to 100% growth. But in reality, it seems that it's more maybe low double digits growth if growth was actually happening. So we can see why this company took a big hit but it's it's unfortunate right this company has so many stores and it has so many stores until to be able to show really no growth um is kind of a disturbing a disturbing um mind so it definitely one has to find out more information of what's the true growth of these numbers and how this company has really done one thing they do mention here in this article from forbes they say that this is a cash burning company that they use very strong aggressive discounts to get customers to come to their stores for example buy one cup and get two for free or cheap or cheap deliveries to attract more customers um and that 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 is why um who knows maybe they were counting those free cups as sales and and that's where this all these fabrication of sales happen so this article from forbes if you guys want to take a look at it, it's actually called luck and coffee troubles may just be getting started after revealing financial investigations and they actually talked a lot about about luck and coffee here and if you guys want to take a look at the article feel free but i've highlighted all the important all the things that i find important here um certain investors are saying that they, they have lied in sales, so they might have lied in cash. Um, so for Luckin to be able to survive, they might have to sell some of those stores, bring down to smaller, and become more of an independent entity or simply just divest their other outlets, right? If they have that, if they have damage leverage, how are they really going to survive? They also talk about um, Muddy Waters. So Muddy Waters was one of the first companies, they are an investment firms, that in early January, they first they first um made allegations that they got they received this credible report that luckin was inflating sales and that company luckin at the time denied all the allegations uh, at that time um there were no um Wadi waters was the first to say this allegations but there were other other companies other investors that were actually said hey we respect muddy waters we actually saw these these reports the 68 page report as well but we don't believe it's credible it's a credible report so we will continue to support um luck and coffee so some people can say hey um this was right it was on the writing but no i mean one investors was saying yes and one investor was saying no and this is what usually happens so you guys have to just un either reduce your risk or or just pick a side and then just go with it you can't really go back thinking hey i should have listened to them no muddy waters did say this but there were other there were other informants that were also saying no this report that we read was not um was not credible and we're not going to follow it so another next we're going to talk about uh just some big companies that have actually luck in coffee and how they're going to affect them um so tencent company tencent holding one of china's biggest companies right they have they have stake in almost every company they have oh yeah they have stake in in plenty of video games esports that's pretty much where i know them they have epic games but they have also partnered with luck and coffee so for a company this big to have actually been a um this company tencent who, who partnered with a company like this they must have seen something right this is a big company and usually these frauds tend to happen on the smaller growth company but not the ones that are are big like tencent 
Uh, so there's other companies that are also being affected by this. Luckin Coffee had um, one of their chairmen also had a different company called Car, which was a Uber rival, and that company actually took a big hit. Um, let's see if we can if I have it. Yeah, Car right here. Cars Inc. took a big hit in in the uh, Tokyo Tokyo stock market because of Luckin. That other other companies related either by by chairman or some other type of relations are also taking a hit. Because let's be honest. Locking coffee they fired their coo and they fired anybody working under him if you're the ceo or if you're any other major major player of this company you definitely need to understand what's going on you need to understand what's happening and i i feel like these single players are just being targeted to make the company seem like they're doing something but this has to be a whole a whole a whole enterprise thing all the top dogs need to have known what was happening I really, I can't see a, a way that only if this was a plan of just the COO. So now I want to talk about another important point here, and it's just how this is going to impact the, the the mentality of investors outside of China. Um, I do right now see a lot of people here in the United States don't like to invest in Chinese companies because they believe of um, that all the all Chinese companies are. Um, are inflating numbers are doing fraud and things when things like this happen it just continues to fuel that up let's be there, there's tons and tons of chinese companies there's also tons of american companies all commit fraud but i think there is this huge mentality right now that it's gonna that chinese companies are ones that should not be trusted and i feel like things like this are gonna continue to happen here in this article, they mention investors will most likely be more careful when investing in Chinese companies that have one short founding history and rely on huge leverage expense. So, right, I, I don't see many companies like many investors complaining about big companies like Baba, right, or um, or Tencent. But then when we talk about the smaller companies, those are the ones that people are being wary. Um, but I think the same should be for any small firm, any small IPO, any small brand new high growth company that's strong and leveraged should always been on you, you should always know the risk associated with that and see here's another article right from cnbc Luckin coffee is a, is a painful reminder of the extreme fraud risk of some china-based companies and like again I, I feel like things like this are going to continue to build that mentality of investors and i don't think it's i don't I wouldn't say it's wrong. I wouldn't say it's right. I just think when you are investing in something that has a potential of 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 high risk, um, you take certain measures, and that's what I'm gonna um, talk about. I mentioned earlier today that I did have some shares in Luckin Coffee. I am a very active investor. I invest in companies, but I know one thing. Well, one thing I know for sure is that I can be wrong, and this has come from many times of me being wrong. That I understand I could be wrong. And what's the best way to to um, to make sure you're not wrong or, or to help out if you are wrong and that is to diversify most of my companies barely make up over five percent of my portfolio those that make up five percent of my portfolios are the ones that i truly truly believe on but again at the end of the day even those that i truly believe in do not make up more than 10 percent of my portfolio so this is a way for me to continue to diversify and make sure hey if i'm wrong I'm not gonna lose everything. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna learn from my mistakes. And I think this is um, something else. Another thing is Chinese, not Chinese, just international companies 
usually do not make up a huge portion of my portfolio. I, I have all my portfolio is diversified by companies, um, by sectors, and again, and by also um, region wise. And most of my companies are here in the United States. I think not even 20% of my portfolio makes up um, international companies. And I think that's something good to understand. If you ever feel like, hey, I want to invest in a company or something that Others might presume risky, even myself might presume risky. Maybe I should take better risk, risk tolerance, right? I should maybe not go in as a full positions. Maybe if I like a Chinese company, I would go at one third of what I normally go on a US company or, or some, something like that. So I think it's very important to understand how to be able to diversify not only in companies, but in regions as well, and to able to manage that risk. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, let me know what you guys think. Are you guys going to hear hit Luckin Coffee at this price? I mean, to be honest, with $5 a price and them having more stores than Starbucks, if this company can survive, if it can survive, right? I'm just saying if it can survive, it, it might not actually be um, a bad bet, right? I mean, have more stores in China than Starbucks does. Um, but unfortunately, that the, the, only, the way they were able to do that is by strong leveraging. So if customers take bad to these news, then that leveraging is going to go bad pretty quick and it's going to make this company either go bankrupt. But it's pretty crazy that this company does have some support from Tencent, which is um, a, a giant. I wonder if they, hey, they'll just buy off this company for cheap, change the whole, change the whole, the whole board and then just do their own thing. So much can th different things can happen. Or this company can just go bankrupt and the stock price can go to zero. Um, so let me know what you guys think. Let me know guys, what you guys are going to do. Have a good day and see you next time.